You're listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, 3:30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here. It's 46 degrees. KSL's top story. The kids are safe and the smell is gone, but in West Jordan this morning, schools sheltered parents worried and investigators searched for a natural gas leak. West Jordan Fire received the first of many calls about the strong smell of gas around 90th South in Mountain View Corridor area just before 8 this morning. Deputy Fire Chief Chris Trevino said they notified Jordan School District of their investigation, which triggered surrounding schools to shelter their students indoors. So at that point, we were out and about throughout that area, and we weren't unable to find any natural gas leaks. We worked with Dominion, uh, again, West Jordan PD. They, they reached out to Kennecott just to see if there was anything that we could potentially find that they were doing or if they noticed it as well. They weren't able to find the cause, but were able to test the affected areas, and by lunch, kids were safe to be back outside on the playground. Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. Chad Daybell was back in court today for one of the last pretrial hearings. Most of the hearing was scheduled, but Daybell's attorney revealed he has seven expert witnesses. Daybell's murder trial for the deaths of his former wife and two stepchildren begins in April. It's expected to take about eight weeks. Ruby Frankie's family blames her business partner. KSL has obtained letters written by the blogger's family pointing the finger at Jody Hildebrandt in their child abuse case. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe has reviewed the letters and reports. Both her brother and parents wrote letters to the court. Her brother, Bo Griffiths, describes Jody Hildebrandt's mental health counseling program as a cult. He goes on to say that the reoccurring theme was separation and isolation. Frankie's parents also say in their letter that they noticed a shift in her behavior in 2020, shortly after she started Hildebrandt's program. Both letters also mention that Frankie changed after she was arrested, asking the court to consider this before she was sentenced. Frankie received the maximum sentence, four counts, each one to 15 years consecutively. Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. The Petitos and the Laundries have made a deal. You remember Gabby Petito killed by her boyfriend, Brian Laundry. Well, since then, the Petitos sued the Laundries over the death, charging emotional distress. But the matter is never going to get to court. The two families settled yesterday, their children, both dead, the settlement terms undisclosed. Hospitals are running low on some much-needed medications. The pharmacy coordinator at Ogden Regional Medical Center, Rob Johnston, says shortages affect patient care. Right now we have a shortage of the type of injectable penicillin that's been used extensively for increased strep throat infections. We have to choose alternatives, and those alternatives aren't always the best drug to use. Johnston says, among other medicines in short supply, some antibiotics, pain management drugs, and those used for ADHD. Former President Trump must pay millions in fines within 30 days. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, a New York judge has flatly denied a request from Donald Trump's lawyers for an extra 30-day delay. Judge Arthur and Gordon said Trump's attorneys, quote, failed to explain, much less justify, any basis for a stay. ABC Stephen Portnoy says Mr. Trump now has 30 days to either put up the money in full or secure a bond for the $355 million plus interest. 
The Israeli War Cabinet has approved sending Israeli negotiators to tomorrow's talks in Paris on a potential hostage ceasefire deal. UN Security Council President Carolyn Rodriguez Burkett says dire conditions exist for both the people and those trying to help them in the Gaza Strip. And of the extremely difficult and dangerous conditions under which United Nations personnel and a broader humanitarian and healthcare community in Gaza are operating. The Israeli security cabinet must still approve the decision. Opening statements today in Santa Fe courtroom for the involuntary manslaughter trial of a rust armorer charged in the shooting death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed's attorney, Jason Bowles, calls the charges an overreach that assigned blame to one person for what he claims was a cascade of issues on the set. Hannah is being made a scapegoat for our deliberate errors and mistakes by production. But prosecutors claim her negligence led to the death of Hutchins. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. Another day, another billion. Just a couple of days after this discussion of an expensive Major League Baseball stadium in Salt Lake City, now the legislature will consider another billion for a hockey arena. The arena would be paid for by a Salt Lake City sales tax increase. Senator Dan McKay telling Dave and Dujanovic, It'd be money well spent. This place is amazing that we have this much opportunity and we're trying to decide between the best options. And I love, I love those kind of problems. The legislature has yet to vote on a billion for baseball or the billion for hockey. Well, we all know last winter was record-breaking, but Solitude just reported that they've been caressed by 121 inches of snow this month. That's 10 feet, even more snow than they got last February. KSL News Time 336. First look traffic. Ricky Meese is here. How's the rush? Uh, not bad. Not bad at all. We are starting to see a little bit of traffic building southbound I-15, Murray to Midvale, plus a new accident, pretty small right now, northbound I-15 prior to Willard Bay, out of traffic on the left shoulder. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Friends, we have to talk about Cookie Monster. Okay? Stay here. My Minute of News is on the way next.